Sports with Katie Nolan is fueled by Gatorade. Whatever path you take to greatness, Gatorade is there to fuel it. Greatness starts with G. I don't love ice cream that has a ton of other stuff in it. I okay. Really just like, I What's like your strawberry ice cream, problem? Like- Hello to you. Hello, you. Hello, you. You empty sprite cans. We're back to the thing where I just look around the room and say whatever's there. Welcome to sports. The podcast that ends with a question mark, but oh, guess what? It starts with a question. It's Thursday, so you're like, what? And it's like, at this point, what are we doing? Of course it's me and the union. I'm Katie Nolan. He's Travis. Hello. She's Christina. What's up? This is Myrtle. Can you hear her? She's going... It's a very weird thing that she does, and we don't know what it means. We're worried that we think it's the cutest, and it's actually something's wrong. But she goes all the time. Um, and this is today's first question, I should say. Hey, Katie, Christina, and Travis. Uh, my name is Ron from South Jersey. And so we're watching the Olympics, and can you settle the bait for um, us? Um, the conversation started, what is the best type of dinosaur for that would play at volleyball, but I guess we can expand this to an animal. Uh, my three-year-old uh, definitely disagrees with me. Feels that it would be a T-Rex would be a great um, volleyball player. Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, but let's see what you guys think. I, I love you, and I do mean it. Have a good day. Bye. Oh, Ron, you're so cute. I love you so much, and I mean it. What did? How old did Ron say the? Who was? Who did he disagree with? His three-year-old son, I think he said. Okay, because I was gonna. I missed the age. I just kind of like zoned out for it because that happens sometimes. Uh, and and I, and I was about to be like, a T-Rex would be terrible at volleyball. Why would you think yeah, that? Instantly, and then it's like, I thought a, little arms. That doesn't. Yeah, it's a three-year-old, work. guys. We got to give the three-year-old more credit. I mean, most three-year-olds, if you're not Austin, T-Rex is really the only dinosaur you're familiar with what about the t-rex to be the setter and that's but the how one do, who how puts it s- into the oven who's but, the forgetter <laughs> but like the the arms they're too little they yeah, can't you need get to, it up you there. need space on your arm it's a seal is the best animal right i was going with if we're going dinosaurs i was going yeah. long neck because they're just super oh, tall. They use their, yeah they use their their neck did their you head. call it long neck like that was the name of the dinosaur well, I mean, you know, did, didn't neck? we all watch? Wouldn't we all watch uh, oh, whatever uh, that show was? Land Before Time. Is called, that was that a movie? Longnecks. That was a TV show. That was a movie. Yeah. There was like Land yeah. Before no, Time. No, it was like a TV show. Twenty two. Oh. It, it, it's it a TV show that I watched growing up called The Land oh, Before cause Time. Oh, because you're because chi- you're a baby child. Yeah, it was you know a couple days ago, but <laughs> same thing. Yeah. But also well, the other dinosaur I was ooh. thinking of. Okay. Have you seen um, Jurassic Park, the first one? Yeah, because we're you know, old. Yeah, well, you know... Um, that movie ruled. <laughs> you know the guy that everybody hates who um, kind of sneaks off on his own and he's got like yeah. those cans that he's trying to fill and he turns around and that scary thing is like... Oh, and, like, the thing with the, that pops yeah, out the to the side. Seriously, head. this question feels like, Ron, had you asked it a year or so ago, we had a dinosaur expert. It feels wrong right now to try to answer this question <laughs> without our dinosaur expert. I know, we need him. I think uh, a kangaroo. If we're gonna just go with animals, oh, oh shoot, okay, yeah, because we need one. we need yeah we need somebody that's gonna be an outside hitter. I still like <laughs> mine because mine is like scary, so it'll scare the opponents. That kangaroos thing goes, can get you know, can it'll get scare you. Yeah, but that by that logic, a T Rex is a correct answer because those are very scary. True. 
I mean, a, veloci- a velociraptor would be pretty good. Agile, what fast. What about like a, a pterodactyl? It can fly. I was, yeah, that too. That had to be, that has to be illegal, right? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to fly. Yeah, but it's tough to know well, because also attitude. what are the rules now if we're at, at a part, at a time where there's dinosaurs and humans both walking the earth at the same time together and then also. I think a polar bear would be really good too. Why would a polar bear be good? Explain your logic here. I think it'd be cool. No, I think it, like you've seen him play with balls. And I think it'd be a good like uh, a good libero. When have kind you of, seen a polar you've bear seen play, them with, play, the ball. play with balls? You say it's these like things sometimes, he, he, and I'm like, no, like we've all seen at a zoo. it. No, I've seen them drink Coca Cola and uh, to honestly die. I have all I've seen polar bears do is drink Coca-Cola and and say goodbye to their friends. I, I haven't really seen them do much else. Maybe like a lion. <laughs> yes, I oh, love Travis is like, when right, Travis blows that. right past it. And he's jump like, to this yeah, next lily pad. A lion? Travis, they'd eat the ball and, and maul their own teammates. They're a bad locker room presence. They're a locker room cancer. Lions, famous. No, see, I think a lion would be one of those. It, it's so good that you're willing to deal with its, you know, missing curfew, showing up hungover. You're okay with that because it's so good. Because Partying he can with eat your Tyson. opponent. It's your Rodman. You're saying that a lion would be your Rodman. Okay. You know that it can do whatever you need. It does the ugly things. Yeah. All right. Ooh, sure. monkeys. They can stack on top of yes, each other. Yes, monkeys. Monkeys is a great answer. See, Travis, this is how good answers go. Christina's tossing out good answers. Christina said I'm long so... neck, by the way. I, she did. I know. So... And maybe so? that's the name of a beloved children's character that I'm going to pretend to be intimately familiar with. I, I don't mean, know. you all knew what I was talking about, Not didn't you? Really, yeah. We didn't. More so it's than Travis's polar bears playing with balls. Yeah, that was a dumb... Travis's answer was dumb. What else do you want from me? They usually are. It's what, it's the, it's what he brings to the table. You got any others, Trav? I, so I was just Googling uh, Land Before Time, and there is Land Before Time X, the great long neck migration. Thank you. Wait, were they actually? Am I the idiot? Man, this is a feeling I have 50 times a day. Am I wrong? <laughs> Wait a minute. Ugh, did I screw this up loudly? I'm going to call Ashley and see if our dinosaur expert's available. I just really think it'll be helpful. And if not, you can cut it out. Hi. Oh, this is the best. What? Just that I'm calling you in the middle of the day? <laughs> yes. Oh. You're calling me, period. Hi. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're, this is making me look real bad because uh, we're on the podcast. I just had a question for you. Oh, somebody okay. ca- somebody called in, and I'll also now that I've heard you react like this, I'll call you back later and we can talk. Uh, but okay. Some Ron called in and he asked me a dinosaur question, and I felt like it would be lying if I just came out here and pretended like I knew anything about dinosaurs when I have access to a dinosaur expert. I'm referring to your son. Is it oh, Aaron? No. Oh no, he's a daycare. Oh wow! All right. I- well, I mean, I, I have read all the books to I know, him so if, if you want to throw it my way. If you think he wouldn't mind you using his legacy in that way, I would love to just ask you and you can give me your best answer. He'll only mind if I get it wrong. Okay, that's a good point. You'll have to ask him when we get home and, let, and when it gets home and let me know. So the question okay. is, and it's very scientific, uh, which mm-hmm. dinosaur would be the best at playing volleyball? Hmm. Okay, let me, I'm just going to think out loud here. Uh, through my answer so Argentinosaurus is the biggest but also really bulky Mm. so I feel like the the speed there isn't great I might go with 
Gallimimus is the one who kind of looks like an ostrich, so like super fast. He's got the long neck, but not quite as tall. I don't know how what the ups are for Gallimimus. Um, who's the one with the... Uh... Shoot, I know this isn't good audio content. Hold yeah, on. It is. You, you were put on the spot and you named two dinosaurs I've never heard of. I mean... That's a good point. Hold on, I, pull, I pulled out the book. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, you know my gonna, God. This is the level that I miss. This. I know. She's going to spend the whole day being like, oh, shoot, I got three better dinosaurs. Here's my ranking of my top six choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, are you or Nithamimus? No, I'd take Alaminus over that. What? I know, I know, I know. Here, I, I am hope throwing this person also is super into dinosaurs so they can, like... Well, they're three-year-old set of T-Rex, so I wouldn't say they're experts. Oh, oh my gosh, T-Rex. Well, it's a three-year-old, so we're not going too hard about it. Um. Okay, hold on, wait. I think I have one off the top of my, not the top of my head, like the middle of my head. Yeah. I think no, Nothronicus has, like, really long arms, but also might be the one that has, like, super long claws okay. at the end. Okay. So the long arms would be great. I'm trying to scroll through here, and by scroll through, I mean turn the pages of the book. Yeah, that is right. Nathronicus had clawed arms, so I don't know if that would pop the volleyball, Ooh. but we've got height, and I think the long arms would kind of help spike it, Okay, you know? Yeah. So I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with Nathronicus as long as they can, you know, dull their claws at the end, so it doesn't, it doesn't pop the yeah, volleyball. They, surely they could wear gloves. You think? Yeah, why not? Or just like stick little like cotton balls or something onto oh, the Oh, that's uh, fun. Or like olives. Okay. So this is a picture. Ooh. And then like if you look at the scale. Okay. See what I mean? That's It's that much bigger than a human. And, like, See, guys? Guys, look. Oh. It's that much bigger than a human. I know you can't. I know you can't. They weren't even listening. They weren't looking at me. I had to tell them to look so I could show them the picture. All right, that seems like a good answer. Thank you so much for your expertise. I'm happy, I'm happy to give it. Man, it's nice to see your face. It's nice to see your face, yeah. too. I'll call you later. Okay, love you. Okay, love you, too. Bye. Bye. That's just a perfect summation of uh, her her reaction to what I called. That goes to show you just how much I reach out to people when I'm in my current state. <laughs> that I called and she was like, what's happening? Uh, like, oh my God, so you called great. me in the middle of the day. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Katie's not sad? No, no, I am. I'm just on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I just had to call you. Did we say giraffe yet? Uh, no, did but you that's want technically to? the modern day version of my long neck. So of a long neck, you're just saying long neck, but in a different language, in a more modern exactly. language. Myrtle, do you not like all this talk of dinosaurs? Are you scared? Don't be scared. I've got you, um, Ron. I hope that answered your question. I mean, that's the furthest lengths we've ever gone to to answer a single question. So if that didn't do it, we're never gonna. Uh, if you have a question that you want to ask to us, and then we will answer at some point. You can leave us a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571. Hello. Hi. What's going on? We meet again on a Thursday, huh? Here we are, back again. Here we are. Tag team, back again. Um, What's up with you guys? What's happened in the last two days? Not a whole oh, lot. Oh, good. That's good. Uh, Gearing up for a good Just a lot one. of laying in bed, watching Southern Charm. 
Mm. Not doing anything. Mm. Same. I built a piano. Ooh, did you finish? I finished it. And? Nice. Uh, it's amazing. So I built a play? Lego piano for anyone whose first episode this is. Which <laughs> I'm sorry. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Come podcast. Come on in. Um, yeah, I bought, uh, Dan got me a big grand piano, a Lego grand piano, uh, thousands of pieces, and it, I built it. And it's huge, first of all. And second of all, it comes with like a little stool that you also build, and it it I can twist a little thing on the side of it, and it gets higher or lower, like it adjusts the height of the stool, which is co- both cool because I built it, and also uh, pointless because nothing's ever gonna sit on it. Yeah, like the Lego people are all the same height. Yeah, and none of them would be able to reach because it's too big. So I don't know who I'm adjusting the seat for, but it's I guess it's cool that I can do it. It's still cool. But does it play? It does, but I haven't, I haven't, um, this is kind of corny, but I haven't done it yet because I built it, Dan's been away and he's coming home. I'm going to wait till he comes home to see how it plays because I want, you know, little moments of joy. I like to share them with him so he doesn't just think I'm sad all the time, <laughs> um, which, you know, mostly I am. So, uh, so yeah, I built it. It does play. I like, you have to build the keys and the hammers. Like you That's have to build lot. all the inside of the piano. It was really Lego cool. these days are really like. They've taken it to another level. I know. And it's pretty cool because you get an app and then you like pair it with it. So I got Ooh, those batteries, really which cool. thank God I ordered more of those batteries than I needed. This is hot goss. Uh, it was actually, I needed six. I needed six double AA, A, triple A batteries. I was like, just make it four double A's. Isn't that, a, how do batteries work? So wait, you can pick different songs to play on? You can play any song? Yeah. And I think what it's going to do is play the keys as it. <gasps> Like I think it's gonna do that. that but I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's. But there's Travis, gears. I built don't gears rain on the parade in until it I built gears into it. So I don't I'm think hoping it's gonna that it create does. the melodic sound. I still think it's gonna like come out of my phone or a speaker. But I think the keys will move. I hope so. To. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's really cool like that, Travis. And I see your skepticism, and I don't care. I hope it does, though. Yeah, I'm fairly certain it does. I built a thing and it like, there was an extra page in the booklet that was like, make sure you have this step correct. And I think that was because if it didn't, it wouldn't play. When I was growing up, we had a Lego train around our Christmas tree. Oh, that's cool. An electric Ooh, one. That. So they had like this oh, little like really cool. um, thing that you plug in so you could like make it go fast. You can uh, make it go in reverse. Whoa. Ooh. Spoiled you were. It was awesome. Yeah. Still, ha- my dad I, still has it. My main, oh, that's cool. Is it built? Yeah, it's in a box, so you could, I mean, easily put it out and pull it out and make it work again. I feel like when you put it in the box, you're supposed to disassemble it. They give you this cool little tool now to help you if you put the, if you put it in the wrong place. Oh, to remove the blocks? Yeah, you like, all right, Myrtle, this has nothing to do with you. What do you, <laughs> chill out. She thinks it's like a carrot or something. It's, it's mine. No. Okay. She hardcore was sniffing like that was. Yeah. She's like, give me that. Can I have that? Let me have that. That's orange. Let me put that. Let me see what that tastes like. See what it tastes like? Tastes like nothing. It's plastic. It's not for you. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I built a Lego. I have nowhere to put it. The problem I have now is like, where the hell do I put it? How big is it? Grand. Uh, it's big. It's like, oh, can you lay down? Hi. It's like this. (laughs) Is it like like bigger than your like a laptop? Yeah. It's like the. Yeah, I mean, there's more to it than a laptop, but yeah, it's about that size, a little bigger. Can you lay down? You're not getting that. Why are you looking at it like you're going to fight it? You can put it on your nightstand. 
No, there's too much. I mean, have you seen yeah, my nightstand? It's just like covered there's... in papers and stuff. I, I haven't. Medication. I, I... Where would I put all my medication bottles? I see whatever you, your my nightstand camera would not... shows. What do you have on your nightstand that you're able to put a grand piano? Yeah, Lego? Travis, a nightstands serve a purpose. That's where I throw my where stuff. Do you, it's where I put my earrings, it's where I put my glasses. It's where I put my, my melatonin, phone. I put it in a cabinet. A cabinet? What? You take it before you get in bed? Boy, that's responsible. Yeah. yeah. Wow, well, well, clearly right. I don't do that. Yeah, not everybody. She really wants I'll, to eat this. I'll, I'll take the melatonin yeah. like before I'm like starting the process. Like Take the melatonin, then go brush my teeth, take contacts out, stuff like that. Take the melatonin well, first. For you. It's like part of a routine. You need to, Well, you need to give it time to start to work, too. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm still the kind of person that's like, ugh, I've been lying here awake for forever. I'll take a melatonin. And then if you already brush yeah, your teeth, then you got, you're eating a fruit snack after. Who's Travis, why do you think that the way you do things is the way everyone does things? My melatonin is not a fruit snack. Mine's a fruit snack. It is? Yeah. Oh. That sounds fun. But I like it. It's like a little treat at the end of the night. Yeah, no, it's good, but I... I don't know. The internet yelled at me not to take melatonin because it makes your body unable to make its own melatonin. I don't know. Everybody's got well, My tits. body hasn't made its own melatonin in a very long time. <laughs> my body's so. never seen melatonin, <laughs> serotonin, any of the tonins. I don't take yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I need some tonin. I don't take melatonin every night, though. That's the key is so that your body doesn't get... Just yeah, I don't know. We're not giving out medical advice on this podcast. Do what works for you. Just make sure it's a gummy, apparently. Like I'm if I'm taking at. a Benadryl, I clearly don't need the melatonin. Oh, yeah, because I'll knock you out. Yeah. What are you allergic to? Everything. Everything. Yeah. I, I took that. a Benadryl once, and then I didn't realize <laughs> that it makes you sleepy. What? I, I was in college, freshman what? year. I woke up from a nap covered in hives, and I oh. had no idea what was happening. So I went to urgent care and they said, just take Benadryl. It should be gone in a couple hours. And I was like, oh, perfect. Didn't it does. Read, it, you know, I do not understand how that works. No that it's idea. like anything that you're allergic no to, take a Benadryl, it'll help. Yeah, and it'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm like, but science, man, what am wild. I allergic to? And they're like, we yeah. don't know. Just take a Benadryl. So yeah. popped a Benadryl, had an exam the next day. So I was going to the library anyway to keep studying. Went to the library, but didn't realize Benadryl knocks you out. Yeah. I fell asleep for Famously. maybe two hours at the mm. library. One of my friends, I guess, Damn. like had walked by me and saw me. I was full on drooling on the table, dead asleep. My friend was like, yeah, you've been laying there for a while, but I kind of just let you sleep for a little in bit. In public. Kinda, Your friend just yeah, let you sleep public. in public. I'm like, you're a bad friend. He's like, no, wow. you look so peaceful. Oh. I was like, yeah, thanks, but. Yeah, of course it was a guy. Yeah, like, I'd rather like, not up. be in public. Get up. get up. You're in public. Yeah, if, if that were my girlfriend, I'd be like, what are you Someone's doing? Someone's going to take you your backpack. Go you have yeah. to get out of here. Never let him see you sleep. Exactly. <laughs> allergies suck to begin with, but with COVID, allergies are the worst because you sniffle once when you're out in public and people look at you. I feel like that's died down, though, now, hasn't it? I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like it's kicking back up. Isn't, like, one of the symptoms of, like, the new variant, it's, like, sneezing. sniffling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, sneezing and sniffling. So it's, like... Everything now is a symptom. Come here. Stop. Myrtle's just not you. content. She's my emotional support animal, but she's like, hey, I don't like this. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I, it's not about you right now. It's usually about you. Right now it's about me. <laughs> I know sad I am. Oh, What were we talking about? 
it doesn't what, matter. What we're up to, and you've done more building a piano than we've done the past oh, couple yeah, days. Oh, yeah, I built a piano. Yeah, I've been having a good couple days, and then today, after Highly Questionable, all of a sudden, this big punch of sad, like a train of sadness rolled in. And I, I saw it coming. Hey, not in front of the microphone. <laughs> I, so, she just shook thing. out. Oh, my God, she's so cute, but such a pain in the butt. That's can the thing. Know? That's the problem is she's so cute that she knows that she can like get away with anything. Yes. I mean, you've summed up Myrtle in a sentence, in a nutshell. But yeah, I saw the train coming and I was like, no, 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 it's going so well. It's sunny and I'm wearing a bright color. No, I blow dried my hair. I did my makeup today. Yeah, I just am like, no, well, here we are again, back in bed. So for our listeners, since this is an audio medium, normally I'm sitting on my bed, but today I'm like basically in it and I've got Myrtle curled up in my lap because I'm just feeling sad for no reason. Mental health update. I'm at the point where I'm angry about how sad I am all the time. So maybe that's a sign that I'm coming out of it. Who's to say? But this is the me you get today, and I won't apologize for her. Okay, so you guys did nothing. So you've done nothing. We have nothing to distract from that part of the conversation. We have to move on into something else. I'm going to abandon friendly banter, and I usually like to spend a little bit of time here, but we can't just sit in that depressive mess. Nope. Let's move on. No, I've, okay. I've done nothing. Okay. Well, uh, hi, cutie. Um... Today we're going to do, a, a, I don't know, I feel like we had a little bit of sports we can talk about, but Travis also pulled like six voicemails, so we'll probably just, it's kind of an all-voicemail podcast, but we're also going to talk about stuff that's happening, because the Hall of Fame game is tonight. Surprise! <laughs> I, so I didn't know that until this morning, which I hope none of my bosses are like listening, because as yeah, a producer... It, no, look, I'd said it on TV today, because I, I thought about not, and then I was like, no, I think it's indicative of where I'm at, I can't lie. So they were like, are you, see or no, are you excited for the Hall of Fame game? I was like, not gonna lie, till I saw the rundown today, I didn't know that. Uh, it is f- upon us, football, but not the real football. It's like the the the, you know... But I'm a Cowboys fan, so you would think that I would have known that, like, the Cowboys are going to start. Oh, yeah, you should have known for sure. And Christina's a Steelers fan, by the way. I know, and I'm a Steelers fan, so. Oh, wow, I I feel very in the middle. Mom and dad are fighting. You guys got you guys got powerful rivalries. A lot for the of beef and tonight. big bets riding yeah, on this preseason game. Football. You guys want to talk <laughs> talk about the Hall of Fame game? My backups are going to beat your backups. Ooh. Yeah, my bench players are going to crush your bench players. Those are fighting words. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about sports. I want to talk about Simone Biles because I caught that interview. I was uh, Dan and I had just finished watching something and turned on NBC, and she was in the middle of the interview, and I she was captivating. She was absolutely, I'm just so happy that we have her. So I just want to basically say that a couple times. And then we'll listen to your voicemails and we'll answer those. Is that all right? Because that's what we're going to do today. And I think it sounds exciting. I'm excited for it. I'm thrilled. Um, Oh, good. Travis is thrilled. So we'll do that in a second. But today's podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc. So Travis, uh, I know you don't have any voices prepared, but how would you like me, a sad girl with a pretty low level of energy, to tell the people about ZocDoc? Well, I think considering that you're sad, maybe Eeyore. It just feels too on the nose. (laughs) This is too on brand. Has this ever happened to you? You need to see a doctor. You search and you search and you find one that looks good. And you wait on hold to book an appointment. You rearrange your schedule. And when you finally go in... You find out this doctor doesn't even take your insurance. 
Well, download the free ZocDoc app. The easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. Imagine if that was such good news to Eeyore that all of a sudden he's like happy now. It's like, whoa, wait, download the free ZocDoc app. The easiest way to get a doctor and instantly book an appointment. Well, what is this feeling? Is this joy? With ZocDoc, you could search for local doctors who take your insurance. I could read verified patient reviews and book an appointment in person or video chat. I don't even have to leave my apartment. This is what happy Eeyore would sound like. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again? Oh, I hate, oh, I hate waiting on hold with a receptionist. Oh, it makes me so sad. Why'd I even pick up the phone today? But with ZocDoc, whether you need a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, an eye doctor, or another specialist, ZocDoc would have me covered? Go to ZocDoc.com slash Katie and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free? It's free? Oh, it's usually so expensive. But ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Now it is the now is the time to prioritize my health. You're right. I should go to ZocDoc.com slash Katie and download the ZocDoc app today to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. Z-O-C-D-O-C. I hate spelling. Dot com slash Katie. That was fun. I used my artistic license. Hey, Myrtle, we're not going to go outside, babe. So what if you came back over here and gave me the emotional support that your vest says that you give me? (laughs) Stolen valor when she wears that vest. Because sometimes I don't feel emotionally supported at all. And so I'm canceling Myrtle. Simone Biles, she got a bronze. She got the bronze medal on balance beam in a rousing Olympic finale. Travis, you didn't write that, right? That's a headline. I never write any of these. I know. It's just like rousing. <laughs> it's, that does not much sound like, like Travis. Yeah, I usually avoid that word just in general. Kind of like, you know, damp, moist, yeah. rousing. Uh, quote, I was just happy to be able to perform regardless of the outcome, Biles said. Uh, did it? I did it for me, and I was happy to be able to compete one more time. Is that not exactly what we wished for her on the Wait, last so podcast? Wait, so do you think she listens to the podcast? Uh, yeah, obviously. So that's, yeah, that's exactly. That. She listened yeah. to our last podcast and then used what we said yeah. in her speech. Exactly, yeah. yeah. To be clear, this is uh, dripping with sarcasm. I don't want a single person to accuse of, of us, us, us of taking any credit. Simone, Simone would you like Biles. to come on the podcast next week? Yeah, that's how you Yeah, because we know she's asked like that. Did you guys watch her interview with Tariko? I saw part of it. I saw uh, clips I, on Twitter. I was watching some, I already said this, but I was watching something else and I turned on TV. It was like serendipitous timing. I was like, oh, Simone Biles is talking. And Dan kept talking about something. And I never do this, but I turned to him and I was like, shh. Like, I will cut <laughs> I I like, you. Yeah, I feel like the only time that I've, that it was the perfect mix of like, the ev- for every reason, I obviously want to hear what this young lady has to say. Shut, please shut up. I love you so much. <laughs> uh, I, so we watched I love it you, but I, not as much as I love Simone right now. So please well, stop yeah, talking. Well, yeah, I mean, just in that moment, maybe. But uh, we had just gone to the gym. And so maybe that's why it hit me three times as hard, but I had tears in my eyes and I just was so 
floored. We are so lucky to live at the same time as Simone Biles, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. She's so uh, honest and open and um, doesn't have to be, and certainly has not been invited to be by the way people react to little things that she does. I mean, I know if we're talking in the grand scheme of things, a gymnast where you don't talk about as often as, say, like a basketball player or a football player, but her, she, she did that like a seasoned, she took the national spotlight and she just handled it. She didn't do too much. She didn't do too, she just was honest and I appreciated it so much. It was also just fascinating, very interesting to hear about because leading up to her competing in balance beam, uh, they had said that the reason that that would be easier for her is because the only time that she would really have to worry about her twisties is during the dismount. And she uh, downgraded her dismount from the Biles to uh, a double pike, I think. I was really hoping I, she like, I downgraded it from the Biles 4 to the Biles 2. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she was, it, it was so interesting to hear somebody that talented say, like, I'm going to be competing in the Olympics and doing a move that's so easy to me that I haven't done it since I was like, I don't think, I'm not quoting her, but I, she had said something like, I haven't done one of those since I was like 12. So it's like, a, it, it's crazy that the solution was to do something she hasn't done in forever, but because it just wouldn't give her enough. If you twist around enough in the air, that's just more opportunities for you to twist the wrong way. And so she had to make it into something easy that was still something I couldn't possibly ever dream of doing. <laughs> ever. And she was like, this is so easy that it's hard. And I'm like, girl, same, I guess. And But then add to add to it, then she comes out and says that I woke up and my aunt unexpectedly passed away. Like, yeah. On top of the twisties and all this, oh yeah, a family relative passes when you're dealing, and you, no one's, you don't have your family there. Yeah, and she can't just leave and go home. Like to add to that, like I was just happy to see her go out there and compete I and have what, fun. What I what I love is I the clip that I saw on Twitter was her saying, and I know Travis, you have it quoted here, where she just basically said, "I was happy to perform." regardless of the outcome and I was happy that I did it for me to be able to compete one more time because I mean what I obviously found ridiculous about everybody critiquing her is what what is it against you if she does or doesn't compete this is all for her she yeah, well they they they'll life. yell they'll yell back at you that you're encouraging uh quote unquote weakness which exactly is, and I, I'm I'm encouraging quitting mentality and whatever yeah sure which to me is just, just telling on yourself because it's like if you think it's weak to be for everyone to expect you to go out in the Olympics and uh be the most incredible and impressive person to watch and you know that you won't be able to do it because of something misfiring in your brain or not being where it's supposed to be uh, and stepping away from it. If you think that that is weak, um, I don't know. We just completely disagree because I could not disagree with that more. That's exactly. what floored me about her interview is how it, it, to sit there and she was like, she would take breaths and like pause before she would speak. She thought about what she was going to say. It was just, I was so impressed by her. And I still am. And I hope that she's feeling at peace uh, with this whole experience, which I'm sure was uh, just a roller coaster for her every day. I saw so many people on Twitter, like Aaron Rodgers, you know, all all of these, Tom Brady, all of these big name athletes, and then on top of, you know, media members, but athletes in particular who they're like, hey, I, I've been there, you know, not yeah. particularly with gymnastics, but I've been, you know, told to go out there and just do it. And I, I can't, you know, for whatever reason, whatever mentally, I can't get myself out there. 
that uh, I know like Aaron Rodgers tweeted and was like, she's just the best. She's the GOAT. Hands down, period. That's it. Like she summed up everything that every athlete goes through and is thinking of so perfectly and so like eloquently that you know, claps to her. Yeah, also claps to Tariko. I thought Tariko did a really good job with the interview. And I thought he asked good questions. I mean, I'll give credit because it's there are times where we've watched this world of sports media not know how to talk about this kind of stuff. And in trying to avoid doing so, stepping in it in a way that you're like, oh, come on. So I, I really applaud Tariko for asking some of the questions that he asked. I thought it was, I thought he handled it. He didn't put a lot of pressure on her. It seemed like he was making her comfortable, but he also was asking tough questions about mental health and and she again knocked it out of the park i would really recommend you go watch that interview with a, an open heart and mind i'm also happy that potentially this could be it for her she was talking about retirement before so i'm happy mm -hmm. that she could go out and finish by competing and not not i mean she would have been perfectly fine and a right to not but like for her to be able to go out there and finish on the mat or the beam yeah. and you know and, stand yeah, there and, for herself yeah I'm just happy for now that, you know, she's not going to be like, I want to compete one more time before I retire just so that I could feel that being out yeah. there again. And you know what? If she does and she wants to, Good we will be right there. Bells and whistles. Literally, happy, we'll be there excited. if you want us to be there with you, Simone. Yeah, we'll, go. we'll show up. If you want to come on this podcast, we'll show up. We'll, we'll show, do a live we'll podcast. Show, we'll show love. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers... Can we detour for a second to talking about Jeopardy? Because in all, lost in all of the millions of takes you could have about <laughs> uh, the executive producer is like the front runner or like in advanced contract negotiations to take over the show. Uh, what's his name? Mike Richards. Yes. Uh, he's yes. the executive producer of the show, which does feel like uh, all these very famous people they got to come in and do their quote unquote auditions. If you're just going to go with the guy. If you're just, just going to hire the control in -house, room, That was I mean, brilliant marketing by them. Yeah. And also, who is oh, he fantastic. negotiating with himself? I mean, come on. Uh, that's not how contracts work. But still, it's worth it to make the joke that like you're the executive producer and you pick you. All right. Um, <laughs> you pick you. Yeah. Which executive did you have to plead to? Yourself? All right. But no, good for him. I didn't watch. I told you I'm behind in Jeopardy. I'm still in my DVRs. I'm on Alex's last episode. So we're going real slow because I don't want it to be over. So I didn't see him, but I saw people say that they liked him as the host. I, I didn't. I, haven't, I don't have an opinion on that. What I do have an opinion on is that it's not Aaron Rodgers. That's all I wanted to get out. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you think that Aaron is mad that he didn't have a say in the... Uh... The uh, arrangement probably. of Jeopardy, I mean, that's kind of his thing right now. certainly got feelings. He's called Jeopardy, um, but like, I wish you would have asked me my thoughts yeah, on the roster with Jeopardy. Yeah, it is very much like with Jeopardy. End of the meeting. <laughs> it's like, oh, the coach picked the coach again. Shocking. Like, I haven't been dealing with this. Uh, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers didn't get it. And also, just to show how internet discourse, how quickly it all moves... Now that the story is that this guy might get the job, uh, watching people reply, they're all like, it should have been these three people and no one's saying Aaron Rodgers. So I'm like, why were you all yelling so loudly before that it should have been Aaron Rodgers when we all knew you, even you didn't believe it? And why were they getting so mad at people like you so saying, mad. well, um, yeah, why was everybody being mean to me? Like, That's the question uh, Katie, of this podcast. You're canceled. It's like, well, I just got canceled for saying that great. I thought he did great, but was not my Jeopardy host. 
And don't ask me who I was rooting for, because like I said, I wasn't really rooting for anybody because I haven't watched those episodes yet. I'm rooting for Alex. When we were in California, did I already say this? Dan's grandmother, I was talking about, we we watched like one or two of the episodes because we were live with her and she doesn't, uh, wouldn't understand the concept of trying to find episodes on old DVR. You just watch live TV because she's 90, whatever. And uh, there was a guest host. I genuinely don't remember who it was. It was... I don't remember who it was, but I remember not liking them. And she, I said like, oh man, no one's going to replace Alex. And she goes, well, he still hosts on Saturdays. And I didn't oh. know if I was supposed to say nope something nope. or if she knew or if she knew full well that like you can still, if she meant you can still see his episodes on Saturdays. But I, I just I'm wanted to choose to, be like, to believe that's what she Yeah, I'm like, saying. he didn't, well, he doesn't host on Saturdays. Does Dan's grandma like they've been probably re-airing like the same like twenty episodes on Saturday since she's like crushing it? Yeah, she's like, why would they take the job from him? This is they should really have let him keep this. Why did he get relegated to the weekend shift? It's like, well, <laughs> why don't you mm. sit down? Just kidding, you're sitting already. So Mike Richards, the ex- the EP, join the just show. Go to say executive producer, and then change it to EP to sound know. cooler because you're in the biz. Uh. Joined the show last year. How do you think the previous executive producer is feeling? Like, damn it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. So he's not even like the long time executive producer? All right. Well, rest in peace, Trebek. Sorry if this is the first you're hearing of that, but uh, rest in peace to Alex Trebek. We love you and we miss you. Man, I'm his last episodes, he's just, he says all these sweet things. I miss him so much. I need to get away from the sadness. Can, can we, we talk about next? Jeopardy a little more, though? Okay. So there's this guy, Matt. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, A-M-O-D-I-O. I don't know how he pronounces it. He's well, on a 10-day ten, winning streak. But he answers every question with what is or what's. So f- Jeopardy nerd fact, you don't have to say... You don't have to say who is Travis Rockhold because, I mean, who is Travis Rockhold? What a question. But you you can just say what is. You could do that for all of them. It bothers me, though. Is it or is the story that it's bothering people? Yeah. And I'm yeah. wondering if, like, friends put him up to it. Is this a Jimmy Kimmel stunt? Yeah, it sounds like a um, it sounds like in Super Troopers when he's like, "How many times can you say meow?" It's like somebody said to him, "Like, hey, do you think you can say what is for the entire, even when it's obviously a who is?" Would that bother you if you were watching it? Yeah, I but only if it were clearly on purpose because you'd have to mentally, you know, you've been speaking out loud for however many years by the time you're the age that you're on Jeopardy, and so to say like, "What is?" Uh, Travis Rockhold it would feel weird you'd be like you naturally would just say who is it's I feel like that just happens and so it to I think it would bug me but I wouldn't be like mad at him about it but it'd be like what are you up to why are you like this the EP needs to talk to him if he's a really good host he'd talk to him as the producer and be like hey bud you've done it a couple times let's well, maybe we- it's a strategy Man, there was a guy that was a champion for a long time, recently to Dan and I, but it's old DVR, where every time he did the, every time he got a, a daily double, he would lean in and make this face like this. <laughs> I know it's an audio medium, but you guys can enjoy it. 
And it was every single time. And because he won so many episodes in a row and because he always got, uh, uh, what's the, what did I just say? Daily Double. Because he always got them. It was just so, I don't want to say annoying because it's a mean word to me, but it was just so like, stop it. But I get it. It's probably, his, you know. Was he the guy thing. that picked like out of order? He wouldn't go down the line. Yes. Love that. Because yes. people I were getting then like just that. all freaked out over it. Well, it bugs me because if you go in order, then I can I can feel prouder of myself when I'm getting that. Like I can warm up. I get a little warm up in the one. Yeah, it's a warm up. That's what I would think. I like to get a couple right. If I start off a Jeopardy round, an episode, getting a bunch wrong, I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna pay attention. I'm gonna look at my phone because I'd feel dumb. That's the worst when they read the categories and you're just like, I. I oh, when it's like literature, rivers. I'm like, oh god, rivers, Philip, mountains. Whenever there's a question about a sea, I say Caspian. I don't even know where that is, but it's my guess, and it's right a lot of the time. The Black Sea. Yeah, people say that one. It usually is that. When Who it's is not the... Black Sea? Who? What is? See, that's Black someone sea. that goes on against this guy needs to do everything with Who is. Yeah, that's a good deal. Travis. Why don't you work really hard and get on Jeopardy so that you can do that? Out of many things that I could like try to do, like quit everything and focus on Jeopardy I'm never getting on yeah I think that about me too but Dan keeps telling me I could do it and I'm like no no don't put that idea in my head like put me on the handball team I could probably do that one mm. I don't think so Travis I, I think so not gonna let you skate that by me I'm not gonna let I you think I could no I really don't think that you could I think what I could. leads you to believe that you could some fast and agile okay you can't do a Fast cartwheel, so agile. I wouldn't say agile, but you're not like a cat. You don't need to do a cartwheel in handball. Sure, but you're not cat-like. I would never, it would take a really long time before I would get to cat-like on the list of adjectives I'd use to describe you. If I literally stop, You use that as your number one argument that you'd be good at handball is that you're agile? I played dodgeball. I played basketball. When? I've got the different. Growing when? up. How long ago was that? So that's like, what, 20 years ago? You are now grown. Like when you're a child? You did it when you were growing, but what you're forgetting is that now you're grown. I'm still growing, though. Oh, are you? Yep. Growing right. as a person. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, it warms my heart because I believe it. I truly do believe it. Okay, but you can't play handball. So not going to let that. All right, well, I'm quitting. This is my last day. Oh, wow. You would. Doodly do. A doodly do equestrian what is this what equestrian jumpers say horses might spook at life-size sumo oh i saw that i was watching the uh oh my was, god it wasn't dressage right this is the what's this called eventing maybe but it's uh they've got those gates that you've got to jump that the horses you don't have to jump over them your horse does and your horse can be from whatever country it wants to but it flew in on what was it Air Horse One. Air Horse, Air Horse One. One. And they don't wow. get gold medals. Wow, so. wow, 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 wow. Yeah, the, the, the ribbons don't fit around their necks. But anyway, uh, they the gates, they always, uh, they're very elaborate. I actually said this out loud to Dan. I was like, wow. the um, they, I don't know if they get enough appreciation for every Olympics, the amount of work that goes into those gates and how beautiful they make them. And I think they usually make them a reflection of local culture. And so mm -hmm. I, while I was saying that, because I was looking at one that was like a cherry blossom and it was beautiful. And then I see out of the corner of my eye, like I'm at a, a, a mini golf course, a gigantic sumo wrestler. And I was like, what in 
in the world is that doing here? <laughs> yeah, I had the same huge. thought. I'm like, that's going to scare a horse. So, Travis, what is the story? It re- did it? Yeah, there's just it's the sumo guy that's right next to it. He's uh, fence number 10. He's freaking out the horses, apparently. And I want to say it's like on the backside. It's a, it's a sumo wrestler, too. Like it's you're saying his butt's out. Yeah, it's not just like on one Bunge side out, and the other side's just like blank. It's. <laughs> sumo wrestler I, I just read the quote from uh one of the riders from the horse was, no from oh. one of the, said- the riders yeah yeah who okay. um he was saying you know there's he noticed that there were four or five horses that were taking a spook and he said as you what is that as you, as you come around the corner he goes you just see a big guy's butt there's a lot to look at well hey i mean that's you got to get used to that in life. Sometimes in life, you turn a corner and boom, <laughs> there's a guy's ass. The sooner these horses can learn to adapt, the sooner that they can go on to their Olympic dreams. Uh, it's very realistic. It does look like a person, and that's a little spooky. Why do they keep trying to say spooky? Uh, you know, horses don't... Are they afraid to say scared? Is that, like, offensive to the horse to say that it gets scared? Is that like, hey, my horse doesn't get yeah, scared. Yeah, that's not scared. My horse spooked. took a spook. There's a big difference. We- Took a spook? What does that What's even mean? What's the difference between getting scared like and it. getting spooked? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I don't like it. Uh, you know, horses don't want to see a guy, like, looking intense next to a jump, looking like he's ready to fight you. That's Israel's Teddy Vlock. I agree with that. A horse does not want to see an angry a man. A horse doesn't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Of course. I also, yes, thank you. I also don't want to see it. I agree with the horses on this. Riders also spoke of the, oh, God, the cherry blossoms. I was just talking about this. Positioned on the other side of the obstacle as another potential reason for the difficulties some riders and horses had found at that corner of the course as they hit rock bottom. It's funny because when I watched it, I was like, man, nobody's missing a jump this year. Every single, but maybe oh, I, I was saw just a watching few. late enough in the competition. Did any horses fall? I hate that. I didn't see I that. And appara- that. apparently they how they build these gates, it's... So that if they do knock it over, that it kind of falls apart very easily. Yeah. yeah, they're not trying to hurt the horse. Yeah, it's like breakaway glass for a stunt. It's man. like uh, what's the um, what's that dog competition that where they? It's like a the, I think like it's show the AKC, dogs, the American Kennel Club, right? Oh, yeah, in Westminster. Yes, and and they like walk the dogs around. And they do all the jumps and everything. It, it any watching any animal stumble over an obstacle yeah, or like you know it, i hate that growing for whatever up, reason like, i cringe when it's a person but when it's an animal my heart breaks growing up my friend was my friend shannon was a horse girl and so i wasn't but my friend was so uh, it's i wasn't i guess i was technically endorsing it but i was i just needed friends my friend shannon was a horse girl and she had a dog and what we would do with our free time uh, was uh she would try to teach her dog to do tricks like a horse and uh little did i know there would one day be a place she could do that at the at those akc events but i was always like is this normal teaching dogs to do horse tricks um but you know they liked it so myrtle could never Myrtle could absolutely <laughs> never. A judge I mean, would Myrtle walk by and she would just chase Lego them. Piece. Yeah, Myrtle today was on a, our walk was obsessed with this random man. And luckily, this happens all the time, but luckily today the man was okay with it where he was just like, hi, and like interacting with her. But she was just like trying to go with him. But sometimes it's a person that's like, I don't, can you get your dog? I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm working on it. She just wants to love you. Was the person going the opposite direction from you? 
Yeah, Myrtle had stopped and was like sniffing around at something and the person was walking by us. And so she like was into him on the approach and she was into him on the dismount and uh, mm. he thought it was sweet. So I think I made, I think it was like a, a heartwarming moment for him. But sometimes you get somebody who's like, what's up? Why is, does your dog know me? Do I owe your dog money? Yeah, but for that person that's doesn't appreciate it, then just keep walking, buddy. Yeah, they do. They do. Then it's over with. I just take offense. Yeah, no, I, I stew about it. I'm like, who doesn't like this dog? When people walk by Myrtle and don't look at her, I'm like, what's your problem? This is the cutest dog on earth. <laughs> yeah, she's like the least ferocious looking dog. So it's like, if you're scared or yeah, No, not or even not scared. Looking, no, Christina, not even. I'm saying when they walk by and don't spooked. look at her. They're spooked. When They're they spooked. catch a spook. Uh, I, I'm like, this is, uh, what's wrong with you? Like a girl Look, the other day walked by. A girl walked by the other day and was like, "Oh my god, she's so cute!" And I was like, "Right?" <laughs> like, like this girl gets it. But when people don't look at her, I'm like, "Come on, just look at her little face." You appreciate when people like people stop and pet Myrtle. Um, sometimes because I would be they, against that if they ask. Nobody really ever does, but they. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I think people think it's like with pregnant women, like you. Don't, can't oh, just yeah. touch I your mean, belly. Like like you can't just, well, you can't just pet a like dog. That that's it's not, very different, it's, I would say. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Along the same lines, not, I understand. But sure. very different if someone's uh, touching me personally or touching my dog. Yeah. I, she, I think um, you should ask for both. They don't really... I think the thing about Myrtle is that she's the opposite of a... Who is it that when you get closer, it's ba- It's like pointillism? Is it Vint? It's not Van Gogh. Gosh, sure. I'm just going to... Yeah, we'll show everybody how stupid I am. But it's like the Warhol. closer you get to her, it the, isn't, so. the cuter she is. From far away, you're like, that dog is old. That dog is shaggy. And then when you get up close, you're like, oh, no, she's not. I think it might be a puppy. She's just got this little baby face. But it, she doesn't catch your eye the way like the cute, you know, like the yeah. like a very cute, like a corgi. People always go, oh, my God, and want to touch it. I, I've lucked out. Nobody wants to touch Myrtle, which is great. But sometimes yeah, I was going like, to say, hey, as, a, as a dog owner, so I was with one of my friends at a restaurant a couple weekends ago. She had her dog um, out on the patio and people will just walk by and stop and pet her dog without asking. And mm. so she said, you know, it's not weird, but it's only weird when someone's lingering a little too long. Like yeah, you're oh, like, hey, you're standing at my table like, like a waiter. Yeah. And you're like, okay, can you go away now? Like as a dog owner, do you find that weird if somebody's walking by and just wants to like. Is yeah, it, again, are they staying I gotta too tell long? you. I gotta tell you, it doesn't happen. Uh, this little mutt, nobody uh, usually looks at her. Um, but it's all right, Myrtle. I'll look at you. If pe- yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll look at. I make eye contact with her. All I just stare into her eyes. After this, my plans for the day, my big plans, we're gonna lay, we're gonna lay down in bed and stare at each other. And maybe, hopefully, fall asleep. But probably not. She might. She's passed out right now. Even while I talk about it. See, that's not good because then when so you try to take a nap, she's going to be ready to oh, go. No, but Travis, here's the thing about dogs. They sleep uh, all day. That's true. Constantly. Why they rule. And then later I'll take her to the park and she'll run around like a maniac and talk to her friend Oscar who eats poop. And then we'll come back. And she'll sleep good, again. That's perfect. Good, yeah. And then we'll go back to sleep. I finished The Sopranos. I forgot to say that. Ooh. How many How many seasons are there? It's there's Well, there's a weird 6A and 6B at the end. So it's like seven, but it's six. Six and a half. Yeah, something like that. It was good. Ending, most to- one of the most talked about endings on TV. I, I, Tony's dead, guys. I've never watched. I Katie. mean, we know. Yeah, but it doesn't. It it's even if you did, you don't know. There's no like it's up in the air. But to me, it's not. It's very obvious. 
so, allegedly. Spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, you had to know at this point. It came out so long ago. You had to know the. I honestly like couldn't tell you a single thing about the show. Wow, not a single say, thing. I, I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to challenge that. Who was the star? Meadow. Right. I don't know. That's about all I know. Okay, from, well, from... Tony was obviously. The, I meant the actor. Yeah. I mean, so I would say The Sopranos is one of those shows like Game of Thrones where it was so talked about while it was happening that you it's had to It's impossible for you to know something. nothing about the show. Yeah, you What's had the to plot have heard something. to the best of your knowledge. The, what I know about Sopranos is there's Tony Soprano. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there was Meadow Soprano, right? Cuz that was Sure, yeah, you know the hot girl. Because yep. she was mm-hmm. well cuz she was on Entourage is how I know her yeah, character. So that, yeah, that's how. God, Travis. Well, do yikes. you know anything about the actual show? Like what's it about? In it's, Travis's it's, summary, what's the show about? Mob, yeah, perfect, done. You know everything it. about it. <laughs> but I couldn't, I, I couldn't name another character. That's okay. I'm not asking you to. You just said you didn't know literally anything I, about it, and that's not true. You never saw the ending. You never saw that most I, I talked about scene. In I haven't television. seen an, I haven't seen an episode. I didn't ask if you'd seen an episode. People have never seen an episode. I haven't even seen, seen a clip. Of, like I've scene. never. No. All right. Well, maybe you're just not a, a television scholar like I am. Watch reality TV. Can we talk about Jason Garrett? What? Football's back. And Jason Garrett uh, came to a press conference and he told the people, the press, to call him coach. This was the tweet. Jason Garrett told us to call him coach as he walked off the podium. He said, good to see you guys. We said, good to see you in person, Jason. And he said, we say, good to see you, coach. That's how we do it. That's weird. What's up? Also, this isn't getting as much conversation around it, but I'd like to draw attention to it. He had written the word fight on his shirt in permanent marker. Why? He was looking for one. He was coming out looking for one. We just got done dealing with this whole coach thing with Deion Sanders. And now we got to do it again. Jason Garrett... You're not even a coach. I mean, you are, but your official title is a coordinator. Somebody tweeted, I'll call him coach when he proves to me that he is uh, can uh, actually call offensive plays correctly. Mm. That's funny. Until then, I it's just, headset. You're lucky I'm calling it, you Jason. This feels very much like, um, well, actually, I won't even, I was going to say this feels very much like if somebody has like a doctorate and they're like, no, call me doctor. But mm. that he, he, you're right. He's he doesn't even have the official title of coach. He's a coordinator. I mean, I guess players would call him coach. Either way, I, there's something about asking other people to call you coach. Like I would feel uncomfortable. I would feel like that would be. I'm not saying that it is, but it would feel less professional to me than calling him Jason. Uh, it would feel like I was trying to. It's like when people say we about their team. It's like you're not my coach. So what what I think is weird about it is I would I would never ask if I were a coach I wouldn't ask somebody that I don't coach to call me coach like that that's not I am not the coach of everybody in the world because I have the title of coach so call me coach from here on out could you guys just that's like it's just for the rest of the podcast so odd do you want story one or story two about somebody being called coach or doctor Oh, I don't know. The good one. So I know well, somebody that uh, got an honorary doctorate. What's an honorary doctorate? A university. They like something else, and then the school gave him a doctorate as like a, you didn't go here, but. he do, He's not, a, but then still 
ask people to refer to him as doctor. Why did he, who did this? Well, how did this person earn it? He gave it to himself. What? He ran Is like he the, the university. Of Jeopardy? He, he ran a university and gave himself the doctor. You know this person personally? I don't know him personally, but I know of him. Uh-huh. And he makes people call him doctor? Yes. I would be wildly offended if I was a doctor and earned that Again, title to be dollar. like, what are you doing? And then the coach story is there used to be a person on Survivor and his nickname was Coach because he was a coach. I remember this. And a couple of the people on the show started calling him by his first name and he like snapped. He's like, even my mom I calls me this. coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did we get both stories? Said, Did we get both stories in the end? Yep. Thank you. He said, even my mom calls me that's coach. How I feel that's coach. Lame. That's how I feel coach is a nickname. And if I don't know you, Jason Garrett, I don't know that I will call you coach. It's just a weird thing to insist on. I saw somebody say, don't you think my, he might be saying that it's more about saying good to see you back? And I'm like, no, because it said that he said good to see you, Jason. Yeah, and he basically said and that's not And he was not like, nah, name. not my Jason, coach. coach. But I, I don't know. That's just, Jason Garrett, just chill out. I think it's weird. Chill Calm out. down. I'm already getting annoyed by coaches doing coach stuff. Like Joe Judge being like, I'm old school. I made them do sprints because they got into a fight. Did you see Robert Sala's press conference? I think he's going to be great. New head coach of the Jets, former defensive coordinator of the 49ers. He, uh, he said that he's not into like disciplinary uh coaching that he's like look these are grown men so i i when they make mistakes i let them know most of the time they didn't do it on purpose and then we work on accountability on making sure it doesn't happen again these are adults but like, like Ooh, the giants like did that. have basically like a team it wasn't just like one person sure, fighting but, another like sure, the, the team basically gotta, like had a brawl yeah Can but i tell you something gotta, funny i saw on twitter in one sec you have to be you wouldn't have gotten into a fight at practice if you were all had like a an environment of respect around your team. That's not true. If your philosophy yeah. for coaching is that right? everybody's uh, holding each other accountable, I don't think you would get to the point where you're uh, having a full on brawl where your quarterback ends up at the bottom of the pileup. It's like a nine. So it's like man yeah, brawl. Joe Judge deals with it that way, and I don't know what Robert Sala would do if that happened at his practice, but I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. There's different ways to do everything. What, Christina, what tweet did you like? It better be funny, by the uh, way, too. Go. Well, I laughed at it, so <laughs> sure. I don't know if you're going to laugh, but I laughed. So I saw this yesterday. The New York Giants Twitter account tweeted three days ago, this could have been last week, said, we have signed veteran offensive lineman Joe Looney. Then they tweeted, New York oh, Giants OL Joe Looney didn't know running penalty laps was part of the business. But he <gasps> they tweeted it. that? Yes. Loves it and he embraces it. This was a fan account that tweeted at. Oh, I thought you said it was the a official account. account. So then a reporter for the Giants tweeted a full team brawl at Giants camp with QB Daniel Jones somehow at the bottom of the pile. Joe Judge is absolutely livid. He's got players lined up to run now. And then immediately after that tweet was released, the Giants fan account says breaking news new york giants ol joe looney who was signed over the weekend has decided to retire so basically he <laughs> joins the team says yeah i'll run the laps i'm in it and then quits <laughs> i mean because laps get old i love they that get old. i love that They're energy not, uh... so much 
Running suicides was the worst growing up. Yeah, I never felt like t- you were going to teach me a lesson. It was no, just I like, just ran until I puked, and then I yeah, felt I even don't worse like after. doing these, and I don't want to do these again. But as long as we haven't discussed what it was that led to this and actually f- solved the problem, it might still happen again. And the fact that I'm going to have to do suicides again—that's why I wasn't an athlete. I never had to, but the the soccer this team, the, only reason. the soccer players uh, in high school when they were coming back to start uh, the season would have to do like a beep test to show that you're in shape and you had to run so many Mm -hmm. between the beeps or whatever. And it like, it was designed to basically like very few people could actually pass it anyways. That doesn't seem helpful. Yeah. I, I played soccer up through my senior year of high school and in high school, my, I had two coaches, but for the first two years of my high school career, I had a very old school coach who basically didn't believe in, like, she she believed in scheduled water breaks. Water's for the and week. So, exactly. What? Well, that was her mentality was water. Water's for, for getting blood off my jersey. You don't and get if, blood on my jersey. Yeah, and, and you're gonna hell? complete. You're going to complete my drills when I tell you to, and then you get water if you can complete it. I'm like, I'm 15 years old, and I'm gonna I'm pass thirsty. out. I'm like, I'm just tired. I'm just playing soccer to put it on my college application to help it. I'm like, get I was like, like you're just you're it. my you're my chemistry teacher. Like, I don't know necessarily that you're qualified to be doing. Like, I don't know if you guys went to schools where your coaches. Yeah, were where like, like your teacher. Like every every coach was a teacher. People. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you're you're. You teach history. What the hell? Why am I putting my health in your hands? Let me go get some water, please. I, what I think is so, like, it's obviously old school thinking, but, like, my dad's generation, he grew up coaching me, and he would think the same way until he was, you know, I remember, like, we were on our way home from, like, a soccer game, and it's like, you know how, like, when you were when you were in the car with your parents, and you were, it was dead silent, and you knew that you messed up playing whatever sport you were playing, and you're like, <sighs> And once your dad starts talking, you're like, oh, I'm going to get yelled at. I'm going to get yelled at. So then finally, I remember my dad saying, you know, this old school way of just punishing kids for playing a sport they love is so stupid. Like, why are we making kids run 50 laps around the field after losing a game just to teach them a lesson? What is that teaching anybody? It's just discouraging them from playing. It, yeah, it, was just, I, it's, it's, it works on some people. It's like management. There are different management strategies. Some people like competition and competitiveness is what makes them, is what drives them. Other people need to be nurtured and need to be checked in with every now and then and like complimented. Some people need to be, you know, held accountable and told exactly what they're doing wrong so that they can process it and figure out how to do it right. Some people need to be shown how to do it right so that they know how to do it right in the future. Everybody's different. But it's just when there's just this like uh, weird sense of superiority that people who do it loudly or violently or like they just make it seem like they're better because they do it the old way before everybody became too soft. And it's like, no, we've been the same people. We've just had a lot of lessons to learn. <laughs> I just as don't a like society. to puke on myself when yeah, I run around the And now that we've started field. to learn them, it's like you don't get credit for being like, I do things the way we used to. It's like, yeah, okay, you can incorporate elements of that to it, but you also need to be you know pay attention to how coaching works pay attention to the greatest coaches if you give them water they can perform better during practice yeah exactly don't deny me water or gatorade 
or I don't know, a snack. Start with a G. in the middle of uh, taking batting practice, I was like, maybe I'll eat some fruit snacks. And look, I wasn't going to be an athlete, so it didn't matter. You don't have to yell at me. You don't have to make me run suicides. Did you I have to run suicides in rhythmic gymnastics? No. Uh, well, I used to get in trouble all the time. I was the bad girl of rhythmic gymnastics. I was the one who would like who came late to practice because she went to McDonald's. Like, I was the the bad kid. In my high school, I was like the, like, oh, I got a, an A- minus and I'm going to get yelled at. But at Rhythmics, I was the bad kid. Uh, but I would always, it was always in trouble for talking or making a joke because I couldn't let the moment pass. If somebody lobbed it up perfectly, I had to, if, you, if you're going to alley, I've got to oop. You can't keep me from ooping, but then I would get in a lot of trouble. So... Look what it did. It taught me to stop trying to do the sports and just do the jokes because it's where your heart's at. Follow and your what heart. what a lesson to have learned. Yeah, I just didn't go to I'm going to start calling you anymore. coach from now on. Could you? I've already asked that you do. So I yeah, would yeah, whatever, whatever you want, coach. Katie already asked. Yeah, as long as we're all going to do it. Hey, before we get to more stuff like voicemails and stuff, uh, today's podcast, you may have heard me say this already, it's brought to you by Gatorade. Delicious. Even if, like me, you gave up on your sports dreams a long time ago. Travis, how would you like me to tell the people all about Gatorade? Um, as if you are a coach. We've definitely done this before. But in the interest of just have we moving on, uh, here we go. I really need to start writing these down. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> all right. Starting today. Huddle up, kids. Come on in. Bring it in. Look, Gatorade knows there are many paths to greatness. But how you get there is up to you. Sometimes... You got to grind it out. Get up early. Put in the work. Even when you're not feeling 100. Sometimes it takes staying focused on a goal. Knowing where you want to be and you'll have to pour everything in to get there. Other times, you just need to dig deep. You know, show some guts. Be brave. And don't let anything stand in the way of what you can accomplish. Then there's days where you just have to get in the gym and see some gains. Put in reps. Get stronger each day. Whichever path it is you take to greatness, kids, team, ball players, Gatorade's there to help fuel the journey because everybody, greatness starts, starts with, with G. G. Christina, you didn't participate. Oh, Go run suicides. <laughs> Go run a lap. Go run a lap. No. Travis, you want to hit us with some voicemails? Hey, Katie, Travis, and Christina. It's Allison from New Jersey. Um, I had a really crappy day yesterday mm. and leaned into um, healing myself with food. Hmm. So I managed to stop at McDonald's drive through because I had a 10 and a half month old sleeping in the back of my car, um, who is my child. Um, but oh, I <laughs> went through the drive through at McDonald's and got a McFlurry because I really wanted ice cream. And then last night for dinner, I really wanted pizza, but we didn't want to buy it whole pizza, so I ended up making my husband and myself um, pizza, homemade pizza bagels. So I'm just mm. wondering what you guys heal yourself with food-wise um, when you have a really crappy, crappy day. Um, love you guys, and I mean it. Bye. Allison. Allison, I love you and I mean it. I hope your day got better, and I would assume it did because you went to a McDonald's and asked for a McFlurry, and they gave you one. That rarely happens. That machine is <laughs> that should have cheered your day broken. up. Yeah. So the fact that you got the McFlurry that you sought, seeked, sought, uh, I would say your day got better. 
Um, cacio e pepe. That's my, or even just pasta, buttered pasta with cheese. That's my crappy day. I'm just going to eat what I want to meal. Pizza's one of mine. Like, I'll order, like, a large pizza. I'm like, guess what we're having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner today? Yeah, man. Pizza. <laughs> you order uh, it in the morning, and you're like, it. this is my all-day meal. Well, it's like a... Sicilian it's like a- pizza, specifically. If I'm having a crappy day, I'll get a Sicilian pizza, because all that bread, I want all of it. I want all those I get carbs. garlic knots, too. If I'm ordering a pizza, mm-hmm. I also get garlic knots. Mm-hmm. Um, along the lines of ice cream, get some Ben & Jerry's. Yeah, which one? Uh, Fish food... Mm, uh, you're so basic. Half baked, um, brownie batter core. Tonight dough, huh? The tonight tonight dough, and not the the Jimmy Fallon one. Uh, I know it's cookie dough. I'm just yeah. waiting for Travis to either yeah, acknowledge like, or keep going. Why isn't he acknowledging? Well, at first I didn't hear what you said. I said tonight dough. I, yeah, it took me a second to. Okay, Americone Dream. I like that one. Um, I okay the. I don't love ice cream that has a ton of other stuff in it. I okay. really just like I What's like strawberry ice cream. Problem. And I like pistachio ice cream. <laughs> pistachio ice cream. What's this lady's problem? Who's this girl? Get her out of here. What? I also love pistachio ice cream. It's delicious, Travis. It's don't... so good. It's so. It's very. I'm done very calling good. you coach. But not liking stuff in it. What's up? Who hurt you? I don't like. I just. You being held I'm hostage like right now. Like, if there's yeah. a ton of stuff in it, I don't know. I just am like, yeah, just right. so you're not going to get everything but the kitchen sink? Sorry while I yawn on my own podcast. Who am I, Joe Rogan? Uh, <laughs> no, the, if, yeah. I, if I'm having a crappy day, I'm 100% just allowing myself to order every single meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Oh, out. that's I'm every not, day. Taco Bell? Yeah, I'm it's every day. Oh, for Taco me, Bell, for so. sure. That's what I'm getting. I'm getting Taco um, Bell for dinner. For beer. Sure. Ooh. Like, you know, I'm just going to have some Coors Lights today and just. Ooh. I go to the gym a Coors hard so on days long. where I feel sad. Oh, yeah. I go, see. But here's the thing. When you uh, I think when you're you've been kind of spinning in a wheel of depression, all these things that you guys are like, ooh, on my bad days, I really let myself do this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm now at the point where I'm just giving into all my vices all the time. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a treat. It's what I do for my uh, chasing. I'm chasing dopamine. I'm looking for it anywhere. Where is it? Oh, what else? I got to buy a new Lego set. Pasta. Lots of pasta, lots of cheese. Mozzarella yeah, sticks. Yeah, really just carbs. Oh, you know what? Dan and I will order uh, apps only from Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I do we'll that all the time. Fried mac and cheese balls. Uh, the... Crab, crab rangoon. Uh, they have these little um, potato tater tots that have sour cream and bacon and stuff inside of them. Ooh, yeah, that's we just get. It's all the same color. It all shows up and it's very beige. And you're like, this is it. This is what I wanted. Not a nary a vegetable to be found. This doesn't happen to me. Well, hopefully not all the time. But there are certain days where I am so inside my head that I, I lit, I cannot. I can't even like even entertain cooking myself a meal so yeah, i will order Christina, why are you making that sound like no one here can relate to that no i know i'm just saying so i haven't thought of cooking a meal in a year well, and when i do it's like I, a fantasy but for me <laughs> i love cooking so like that's something yeah. that i use as an escape so when i'm so in my head that i can't cook i'm like okay i yeah. know that i'm like really in it where i know like obviously that's just most people but um t- like two weeks ago we ordered 
Chili's is, I'm like right on a main road. So my apartment complex is like right in the middle of just a bunch of chain restaurants. So Ooh, we ordered apps. that's fun. It's so perfect. We ordered that's apps fun. from Chili's. Did you get the triple dipper? A restaurant. What? Did you get the triple dipper? Yes. And we got spring rolls. We got pretzel sticks. Um, Did you get the fried pickles? No. Or the small mouth so bites? This is a Chili's? Yeah. What? I haven't been to Chili's in a long time. Oh, yeah. I don't well, think Chili's I'm up apps are good. Anymore. So we ordered apps from Chili's. Then there's a restaurant down the street that I really like. They're um, like bowls of like chicken and rice and stuff. So mm-hmm. we got dinner from there and then dessert from the ice cream place down the street. So three yes, Cold Stone places. Delivery is uh, is a is a peak for me. That's like a oh yeah, I'm getting a a, cho- a coffee mixed with chocolate something tonight. Thank you. Maybe Ch- I will. Chili says like this like I don't know if it's a jalapeno ranch or but it's something with a little more kick to it. Maybe oh, like a yeah? Southwest Chipotle ranch. Ooh, it's really good. Okay, well this is now a Chili's commercial. I spent a lot of time at Chili's in college. My best friend worked at a Chili's. She was a bartender. I drink a lot of Presidente margaritas. Just get nice. like a thing of queso and chips. Ooh. And then go on. And that's your dinner. Yeah, don't stop. And just for it. Then when you wake up the next morning, you're like, you know what else works for a a great food to eat when you have a crappy day and disproves my thing about not cooking? The only time I will cook for myself is when I want to have breakfast for dinner. Hmm. After a crappy day, I love breakfast for dinner. Yeah, what what type of breakfast? Scrambled eggs, toast. uh, If I feel fancy, uh, pancakes or French toast, but mostly like sausage. Uh, toast, buttered toast, eggs, and I don't know, bacon. If I'm feeling crappy, I don't, I don't want eggs. Breakfast for if dinner feels like crappy, such a special treat for, me. for myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually what it amounts for me. Is like I don't feel like making anything, and I don't feel like going to get anything. So I'm either going to order it, or we're going to just go with what we've got here. Yeah, or and we're so just going like, to make some sort of concoction out well, of whatever I have to put. Like it's looking like cheez tonight for dinner. On an old wheat thin. There's not yeah, much like, here. I have tortillas and cheese. We're making quesadillas. I got a lot of canned soup. I could probably toss on the stove. That's about it. I'm a catch. Let's do another voicemail. Thank you, Allison. We love you and we mean it. Katie Nolan and the Union. First off, love you, mean it. Uh, secondly, Katie was talking recently about uh, just. The, the perils of being famous, and I wanted to ask, uh, it, it, I've had a long time thought about the perfect level of famousness, and I've come down that I think the perfect level of famousness is a local weather guy, because, you know, Ooh. you can be, you can go out to the grocery store, you get noticed by kids, like there's excitement in, in children's eyes, but you still get to go about your day, you can travel somewhere and just be a regular guy. Um, so I'm curious if you agree with that or if you have another idea of what is the perfect level of famousness. Uh, that's all I've got. This is Daniel from Seattle. Thanks. Bye. Daniel, that is a – I love that you wrote no name. He just said his name was Daniel from It was at Seattle. the end. I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, thank you. Love you. Mean it. That is such a good – I think he might have sammed it. That's such a good yeah, answer to a good the question. the best answer. Because a local weatherman, you can't – you like he said, you can travel. Nobody outside yeah, no of your area you. will know you, but the people who know you know you. The people that know him. What happens if? Oh, it's going to be a sunny day, and it's not. I mean, weathermen are wrong all the time. We really don't hold it against them. And like, how often? And this is just for all of the weather men and women who are listening to all the meteorologists. That's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. That are listening to this podcast. Um, 
please let me know, how often do you go in public and someone actively comes up to you and goes, you predicted the day yeah. wrong? You said like, it wasn't going to rain on my wedding and then it did. And then it did. Like, no one's holding That's a it. grudge. I'm switching channels. Like, who do, yeah. like, who? No one's holding a grudge. How often? I will say that maybe you might not be able to get on, like, a Nike free sneaker list if you're a weatherman. That's the only thing, is that, like, there is a level of fame a little bit above it where you get cool sneakers sent to you for free because nike wants you to post about it on your instagram mm. i but i it, i feel like we uh, it might be a level above local weathermen but that is a very good answer i have a couple okay i bet you do uh one i've had this uh, th- this one for a while i think it'd be awesome to be part of the blue man group because you got a lot of you're making a That's lot of money great. a lot of money but then when you go out in public Nobody knows who you yeah, are. Yeah, Blue Man Group or Daft Punk. You want to talk about making a lot of money and me not being able to pick them out of a lineup? Or Marshmallow. Marshmallow. Literally wears yeah. like a hat. Or like Dead a, Mouse. Or, like that's just, amazing. It's brilliant. I was thinking someone like a successful songwriter, like a country songwriter that doesn't. So Taylor Swift? No, 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 no. A songwriter. <laughs> Yeah, not, so the, somebody that you the, wouldn't recognize their name or their face. Yeah, but they so they can walk down up and down money. the street of, and Broadway and go yeah, to bars. Yeah, that feels to me like it's not famous. That's rich. You're yeah, talking that's about just, rich. Yeah, that's just you made mm, a ton of money. They're literally not famous. Good point, good which point. Is, which is, it's, a t- it's tough because they intersect. So part of me was like, well, if I was famous for being a weatherman, I wouldn't be known for my who I am as a person and that wouldn't be. As, but it's different. It's just saying what's the level of fame that's the the best because the downside of too much is you can't just like tweet whatever like I you love can't just go to the mall and get something sometimes you can't but that's what i'm saying certain levels like i can go to the mall i can go shopping yeah but i'm saying like people oh, i'd be so cool to be lebron james and there's a lot of things that it would be no, cool but like there's a lot of yeah, little no, things that he can't no. do like no, it's I a sto- think- it's a story when he goes and watches his son play basketball yeah, that like happy medium, whatever it is, where it's you have a following, people know who you are, but you can still travel, you can still live your life. You're not, you know, going out in public and you're mobbed by people, but you still have enough of a following where you can post on Twitter, like what you just said, Katie, where you get free stuff because people want you to tweet about it, but you're also not getting like bombarded. Yeah. Scott so Van whatever Pelt. that is, that's what I want to be. Oh, Scott Van Pelt is a good, but he's, I think he's, many would he's say, like, too he's famous. He's very recognizable, though. He's very famous. Like, when he, when he goes out in public, he's so tall and so recognizable, I think people Yeah, but that's why his, his uh, Where in the World is SVP, or whatever it's called, is a is a brilliant bit, because it, yeah. it makes people question whether or not they should go up to that guy that looks like SVP, because so many people look like But if SVP. you're not in the sports <laughs> world, you don't really, you may not, I think that might be a good... I think yeah, if you're that you're famous I, in I would, one industry. Kenny Maine doesn't like stick out. Mm. Try, I'm trying to think of actual people. Well, that's yeah, not the question anybody. that was asked. Yeah, the <laughs> question that was asked was what's like the job that has the perfect level of fame? Yeah, I don't NASCAR think driver. I, ooh. Because they're short, so they don't stick out. Yeah, but they're athletes, so they want to be the greatest, and they want people to pay attention to it. So I feel like they would say they wish they had more fame. Hmm. I don't know. It's a tough question. 
I also have a strange relationship with attention at the moment where it's like if you go to a certain level and then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to take a break. It's like, that ah, doesn't work like that. So, you know, uh, what I struggle with constantly. It's what? I don't like attention and I don't I do not like, you know, this has never happened to me. But like going in public and people recognizing me, I would not be able to handle that well. I want that um, to happen I, to me. I know you do. I Travis. don't I don't like that. So I, I thought your like answer being... was going to be Taylor Swift. I was like, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I don't like being the center of attention, but I can't go too long without like someone saying like, being noticed. Hey, I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I yeah. can't go too long without someone like telling me like, hey, like I'll tell I you like what you. it is. You're, like you're cute. Like you I don't can't go like being long. looked at, but you want to be seen. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like a lot of people are like that where it's like, I don't, I do not want to be the center of attention. But if I go too long without like any of my friends saying like, hi, I love you. I'm like, what's up? Why do you hate me? Yeah. See, I wouldn't want to be Taylor because... She got famous so early <laughs> that it's hard to tell uh -huh. if you're like early on, like if your friends are like truly your friends. I'd want to be someone that got famous like mid 20s. So you like already have that foundation. Okay, well, you missed it. You missed the boat. Yeah, I know. That. That's the only. Yep. Um, but yeah, because so after watching the documentary still count as mid 20s. Huh? Does yeah, 26 I guess technically count in my head. You're 30. Or is yeah, that like late twenties now? Thanks for reminding us that you're young. Thanks. Well, because I was yeah. gonna say I turned twenty-seven in a few months, so I'm like I only have a few more months to capitalize on yeah, being mid-20s. Just mid say mid. No, who's gonna check your license? Nobody. Just say mid, and just say that you're a biochemist, and say that you have hazel eyes. No one will call you on it. No one will notice. No one will care. This is depression. Sorry, hi, my depression's here. <laughs> it's just it creeps up on you. It takes the mic. Uh, do we want to do another question? We didn't answer that one, but that's because he sammed it. It's his own fault. Hey, Katie, Christina, and Travis. It's Dave from Reading calling back again. I just saw a video of Gritty camping and trying to fish, and it was hilarious. So my question for you guys would be, if you had to go camping for a weekend... Which professional mascot would you take with you? Because Rudy <laughs> got that um, tent up pretty quickly, and he kind of knows how to fish, but he's not very good at it. So if you guys had to go camping for a weekend, which professional mascot would you bring? I love you guys. I really mean it. Bye. Dave, love you, mean it. Thank you for your question. Uh, if I can't take Gritty, I assume. I assume. Uh, I would take either the San Antonio Spurs. Is it a wolf? What is that? All I know I'll is that it can I'll it Google can it. catch it can catch it? bats. It catches it caught a bunch of bats in their stadium, in their arena. And I feel like that would be a very useful skill. If that thing with that huge head can catch a bat, uh, uh, that just shows they've got coordination. They could probably build traps. They could probably uh, He's go the fishing. Coyote. coyote, sorry. That's, yes. Uh, I'm thinking maybe so the... either be him. The Nuggets. Or it would be the... What? The Nuggets mascot. What's the Nuggets? Oh, yeah, that, like... Rocky's thing. his name. That guy. The guy that... The outdoorsman. <laughs> but it's, it's um, at the same time it's like what well, what is he 
So I went a different route and I wasn't thinking of a mascot that was going to help me survive in the wild. Mm. I thought of um, the Tampa Bay Rays new mascot, DJ Kitty. I want him to come with me to provide what campfire now? songs. DJ Kitty? It's a cat that knows oh how to Oh my DJ. God. What? No. Yes. I want campfire entertainment. I want DJ Kitty on my camping trip. Oh. I see it. I get it. But I also don't like it. The cat, not your choice. I don't like the cat. I don't like the way it's looking at me. <laughs> All right, the other one, my other one, the other choice is to take the king cake baby uh, from New Orleans. Mm. They have that terrifying king cake baby, and that would scare off bears. It would spook them. Yeah, it would give them a spook. Spook um, all the bears. It, it would be very... Now, I would have to not look at it. And I think I'd roll over in the tent and be like, ah, a bunch of times. Yeah, see, but that's why I could Yeah, but I do, I think it would be kind of fun to just, I think after a while, it would be like those dogs that always win the world's ugliest dog contest that you, if you look at them for long enough, you're like, oh, you're cute. So I, I would see, like to. I don't to, think I'd uh, get to that point. I, I think, think I could. Too cute. I'll tell you what, though, I need to. I need to stop being so jarred by that baby because every time I see it, I hate it. And so I think if I could spend some time with it on a camping trip, I could get to know it as a baby and sort of connect with it, see where it's coming from. I see so what that's, you're, I see that's maybe where, what what you're getting with. at. I yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Too scary. Right. Uh, Benny the Bull in the line, in the area of... Eh, he's too much like a... He just wants to do bits all the but time. But I think you could scare things away. Now, the Vikings, no. they have like a legitimate person dressed up as <laughs> no. a Viking. So I feel like uh, they used just... to. And then he asked for too much money and he got mad and he quit. Oh, uh, did he? Carlton yeah. the bear, the um, Maple Leafs mascot. He's a bear. He can tell all of his bear friends. He's not a real bear, Christina. He's not a real bear. So he can't, attitude. a bear is not going to scare other bears. It's going to attract them. Yeah. They're going to come no, over to the bear. Oh, that's there a and yell, bear, Like, though. get away from my campsite. This is my campsite. I'm the bear here. Well, Carlton clearly wouldn't be the bear anywhere that I'm going camping because he's a polar bear. Give me uh, the Nationals. They just have uh, foreign presidents. They have what? They have foreign presidents as their mascots. Oh. For the Nationals. So oh, why would you do bring that, like, the, race Why thing? would you bring presidents with you? These are bad answers. No, because then they could do all the setting up of everything. Get everything in order. President, you think mm. presidents get things in order? Since These when? do. Since when? Uh, Mr. Met's got to be up there, right? Eh, I don't know. I don't need an anthropomorphic baseball. He also only has four fingers and a proclivity for giving the finger, and you can't do that when you have four fingers, and I don't respect that. The one that I, I wouldn't that bring is the fanatic. No, the fanatic could be good. Because nothing's going to get done. Yeah, but and all of a sudden, like you wake up I mean, and you're gonna have to like done when you're camping. You're gonna have shaving cream I mean, on your hand and on your face because the fanatic played a prank on you when you're sleeping. Yeah, he does prank a lot. I'm still going with DJ Kitty. He can. He sing also songs. kissed me a couple Ooh. times. DJ, and I was like, I didn't say you could do that. Jackson yeah. Deville, well, the Jaguars mascot. Are you just naming mascots? Yes. No, but yes. I. I but I think if you had a jaguar as your mascot, like you're protected. If you want to talk Guys, about like. Guys, you got to get it through. These jaguars do not scare away real jaguars. But you know what will? The king cake Don't baby. the baby. Ugh. No. It'll attract it because it will want to eat. The fact that it'll you guys eat. are terrified of it 
is to me the proof I'm not that terrified it will of it. ward off. Yes, you are. No. Yeah, I'm so scared. It's a of cake. It. It'll attract the bears. It it's not a cake. It's not a cake. And the baby it's won't be baby. able to help you set up a camp. It's a baby. You? Why wouldn't? It's not a real baby. <laughs> Just saying, it won't be able to do anything. It'll scare away <laughs> all of the predators, human or otherwise. No one wants to spend time with that baby. And so I'll do yeah, it so myself. that I can truly be alone. That's my answer. Do we have one more or is that it? Oh, do we have one more? We have a few more if we want. Hi, Katie, Travis, and Christina. This is Nicole in Mississippi. I'm calling to ask what your favorite song is to blast on the way home from work when maybe you haven't had the best day or whatever it is. Um, high rate of speed, windows down, music blasting. I'm going to go ahead and fan it and say... All signs point to Lauderdale by a day to remember. Okay, mm. thanks. Love you. Mm. Seen it. Bye. Mm. I, I don't know that song, but I do. I've heard of the band. Dang, I'll a go day to look remember that up. Is very good. I've made entire uh, playlists of songs that I listen. It really depends if I'm if it was bad and I'm mad, or if it was bad and I'm sad. Or yeah, it depends. If, if the it, specific. it depends on how what the type of bad that it was. But I maintain that most Third Eye Blind songs are the perfect roll down your windows, drive around and drink uh, Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee music. So it's not the same, but uh, like Graduate or Narcolepsy, those are good like drive around windows down, scream at the top of your lungs if you have to songs but what are the are you two just gonna now list 75 songs each what do we got no i have a specific song that before the pandemic when i was actually driving to and from work um halsey's latest album came out and her song you should be sad came out and i was like yes you should and i would blast that on the way home and just scream it all along i-95 all the way home i've been thinking about becoming a dua lipa guy I might Ooh. become big into Dua Lipa. All signs are pointing towards like, hey, Katie, you should, you should check out Dua. She's been so in I think a lot of commercials be... lately. Yeah, that's not the reason why necessarily. I'm not like, oh, I love a girl who collects ad money. But I just there have been a couple things <laughs> no, I'm where just I'm like, like she's been girl... on TV a lot. Yeah, yeah. She might. I think her vibe and my vibe might harmonize with each other. So I'm. This is me just letting you guys. Her know. level of famous would probably be a good one too. No, she's very famous. No, she's Travis. very she's recognizably famous. famous. I don't. Th- I don't old. think. I think there's a lot, a lot of people that don't know who you she is. You just don't know who she yeah, is. She I do. Are you thinking about people for like when you were younger? People that were famous. Older people don't really care about. So it's like I don't know anything about One Direction, but they are incredibly famous. Same thing with like Dua Lipa is very very famous. I bet Dumois or whatever that website's called would say she's like A or B list. Oh, is that that, like, Instagram page that, like, spills yeah, that all the tea and everything? Yeah, none of us definitely follow. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. – if I'm sad, I actually – if I'm listening to music, it's – I'm not jamming out to it. I can't. But if – What? You can't jam out? Not if I'm – I need like, to get my aggression out. I need to scream the lyrics. I hate everything about you. Remember that song? Because <laughs> in high school, that – what is that? Three Days Grace? That might, let me Google it. Maybe. Holy cow. That was just my brain going, this was the one you used to listen to. Uh, go ahead, Travis. Sorry. you don't. I was like going to say one of the songs that uh, jam out to right now is Kit Moore's The Bowl. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a song about making it. Hmm. Three Days Grace has a, a, a best of an essentials playlist. I thought they had one song. Is that bad? 
You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go back and re-listen to my uh, pop punk playlist from high school. Those had some jams. Yeah, on man. It. There is one song that I wouldn't say jam out to it, but Phil Vassar's. It's called Somewhere in Between, and as you can, somewhere in between. So he's like, he says, "I'm not happy. I'm not sad," and he just throws out a bunch of different things where he's just like stuck in the middle. I like mm. that. That's good. Equilibrium. Uh, there's a Boz Skag song that always puts me in a good mood, but that's a different question, I guess. A song that puts you in a good mood. I think you can a answer it the can, other like, way, though. Turn your day around. What? You, I mean, you can answer good or ha- happy or sad. Yeah, I feel like when I'm having a bad day and I need to just feel happier, I listen to Lido Shuffle. What a cool looking guy. Um, he looks. That guy something. looks like he went to many speakeasies back in his day. Yeah, he sure does. <laughs> Whatever that means. If it was an insult, I'm no, sorry wait. to you, Mr. Skaggs. A Dr. Spe- Skaggs. How, how would going to a speakeasy be a bad thing? Well, I don't know. If you're like, that guy looks like he went to a speakeasy back in his day. It might be like, a guy looks like an alcoholic. I don't know, but Travis. Don't you think that, I'm depressed. But you kind of know who I am. Like, you, I would love a speakeasy. So that if looks I'm saying, like a guy who drinks even when they say he can't. That's like, what you meant? Yeah. like yeah. I, Which, again, lo- I wish I had like a little like speakeasy to go to. Yeah, there's plenty of speakeasies. They're back now. They just aren't, they can't exist because they, it's not illegal. Technically, a high school party is a speakeasy when you think about it. Well, I don't want to go to a high school Technically. party. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, oh I my God. I also didn't mean to sound like I was suggesting that you do that. I'd like the record to reflect. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Thanks, coach. That feels like it for this week's edition of sports. <laughs> shout out to ZocDoc, Dr. Zoc, I believe, and uh, and Gatorade. And shout out to the Mina Kime Show featuring Lenny. Yay! Uh, do I really need to give you... I'm going to read exactly what Travis wrote. Do I really need to give you a reason to listen to Mina's podcast? I mean, I will if you want, but I think we all know she's awesome, and that should be enough for you to check out her podcast. Have you copied and pasted that from before? No. Because it reads the exact it's all, same. It's all original like copy. Well, it's original mm-hmm. in the sense that it's your first time writing it. It doesn't mean that it's the first time it's ever been written. It, it's you've definitely. It's a good sell. He's not wrong. Go listen to Mina's podcast. Big thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, now and then, you know what? Do it one more time later. Start to get your body really used to Thursdays being Union podcasts, because it's just probably how it's going to go. Everybody's busy during football season. Even the people I thought wouldn't be busy yet are busy. I'm going to start harassing Diana Rossini at some point because she said she'd come do it. She hasn't yet, but I am just haven't had the energy to harass. I've been too busy building a piano. It takes a lot out of you. So <laughs> anyway, you could just also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which Travis reads and he loves them. Like this one from A333Me that says, listening to this podcast feels like being back in high school, driving around town at night with your best friend, just driving with no real destination, but you're having the best time talking about everything and nothing all at once. You laugh a lot and, hey, maybe even cry a bit, but at the end of the night, you somehow always feel better than you did before you got in the car while you listen to Boz Skaggs and Three Days Grace. (laughs) And you go to your speakeasy. And you go to your speakeasy and you skip practice or you show up late because you went to McDonald's and you got a... And now you McFlurry. have to run way too many suicides. And then you got to run suicides. And those 20 nuggets are going to come back up. And then the they mascot sure shows up and eh, whatever, we tried. Lastly, don't forget that you can always leave up a voicemail. The number is 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Travis. Goodbye. Say goodbye. What was that? Was that like an echo? <laughs> like you were falling down a hole? Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 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 Say goodbye in a funny way, Christina. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, that works. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>